Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm here, I'm your, I'm your host Fisher and I'm always, as always, I am with Krusty. Hello, not, not quite always. Sometimes I take a little wow. cheeky wheat or cough, but most of the time. Yeah, well, it's a two-man pod this week because Keeney is uh, has got other stuff on. So, just the two-manner um, that we will uh, still give a lot of in-depth analysis of the past week in wrestling. And um, I will start with a bit more news. Well, it's, it's a follow-up really from last week's sort of big news to do with Sasha Banks and Naomi. There's not a lot of other stuff around this week, so I thought we would just briefly chat about the latest on them. So. It was actually on SmackDown that Michael Cole revealed that Naomi and Sasha Banks have been suspended indefinitely um, and the tag team titles are going to be stripped from them for good. And they're going to have a, the bit that made me laugh, a women's tag team tournament to crown new women's tag team champions, which considering there's two teams on the roster uh, is going to be a small tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this might be a real opportunity for them to possibly bring some people from NXT. The rumor um, I've heard is that they're going to use NXT teams in this tournament. Whether they keep them on the main roster or not, I don't know. But I think they'll try it, I guess, isn't it? I think yeah. it's a good idea. Because at one point when Sasha and Bailey had it, they actually floated over to NXT, didn't they? They did. That was um, when there was one set of titles, though, I believe. There wasn't NXT tag titles then. Oh, I completely forgot I about think, that. Because it used to go all brands, didn't it? And it was better. And then they ruined it by introducing NXT tag team titles, which I don't get why they ever did. Yeah, um, because it's it's watered it down even further and made it even more um, silly. I because... have a feeling, out of spite, they're almost going to make this sort of better and and really try they, with this. They might do. They might well do just on yeah. purpose. Something that I've been thinking about recently and read a few things about is like I honestly think in this instance because they are obviously going quite heavy on them. They are, I mean, being suspended indefinitely. Yeah. Um, taken all the merch off the site bear mm. in mind Sasha Banks is probably one of their biggest female selling merch stars absolutely and, and Naomi sells a lot of merch as well with the glow stuff big deal isn't it it's a big deal yeah I honestly think if AEW wasn't around they'd have been fired I, I honestly think they'd have made that much of an example I think that AEW almost they're there waiting to take these two massive stars so if they release them it's quite well, interesting that Naomi's contract is apparently up very soon, soon as well. Yeah, whether they freeze it or not because they're suspended, I don't know if they can do that. But um, 
yeah, it is interesting. My, my, it's funny you mention AEW because my thoughts were that if they fired them, they might not go to AEW, but because the women's division is not exactly got loads of effort put into it over there. And, you know, it's one, I think mm. Sasha Banks would almost feel too big for their women's division. Um, and I have yeah. heard that I, the rumor I've heard is that she's, you know, almost feel, feeling like she doesn't want to be, cause she's got her acting role in um, it's the Mandalorian, yeah, yeah. isn't it? And definitely. You know, she's definitely got acting. Um, what's she the word? Definitely Dreams. give it up and be very so I, I think, I think eventually that's her route anyway. So mm-hmm. I, I think if she did, leave WWE she might eventually end up in AEW and do some matches like mm. one-off appearances big you know pay-per-view match maybe but I don't think she would necessarily go there and work every week and wrestle on dark and dark elevation that makes sense but I think possibly Naomi would definitely be a steal for AEW she um, would be a great great asset for them you've also got well. that danger that she also has the contacts of Jimmy yeah um, I, I think the Usos uh, and Roman Reigns are two embedded in definitely WWE. but you still it's that doorway into that that well, family, i think that's another it? reason why they weren't fired as well you know you mentioned aw being around but i think the yeah. fact that it roman jimmy uso would have been fuming probably and yeah. then that would have had an effect on roman reigns and you can't you just can't be doing that no so i think that also had a big effect on it as well um but i did find it interesting when michael cole was reading it out did you sort of notice pat mcafee's reaction to it no, I wasn't he, he looked it. like he wanted to be anywhere else but there whilst they were reading this out. Really? Almost like he was like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this whole mess. Um, it, does, it is messy, isn't it? And, and apparently it, he it didn't know about it until it? it was read out. He said on his podcast the other day, he didn't know about it until it was read out. So, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so it was kind of like, I think he was a bit like, oh. It's a real awkward situation for the some of these guys on the outside, so like the commentators and things like that. Yeah, um, some of them obviously may feel strongly and completely agree with WWE, but others won't. Yeah, won't, that's the problem. And they'll still have to say it, which is a bit, bit yeah, of a strange one. But but I've just yeah. never seen them erased. Like you, you know, the end, the starting credits, uh, the WWE bit where it has all the superstars. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but Sasha Banks has been edited out of that as well. Wow, um, she's been replaced by Cody, of all people, as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, they've really gone to like. Not quite a razor from history because they've mentioned her on TV, like because they said she was suspended, but they've they've definitely ignoring it as if she's. Do you think that's it? Do you think they're going to come back? I know it's indefinitely. I have a feeling they. I think Naomi definitely will. Yeah. Sasha, I don't know. It could go either way. Mm -hmm. Um. I think Naomi may sit this out. She may go out of contract, and then WWE will eventually offer a new deal. She'll she'll probably come back because of Jimmy, because of they'll, they'll, they'll offer a good deal. I still reckon. And then yeah. Sasha may, I don't know. It, it depends. I don't know how long Sasha has on her deal. If she has like two, three years left, then she'll have to, they'll, they'll do a Mustafa Ali situation where she sits at home for a few months and then maybe they'll bring her back to TV. Um, I have heard some people say maybe they'll leave them off TV till the end of the tag team titles. They'll create new champions. Then they'll come in as like heels and attack them or something that like that. Cool. They'll work an angle around it. That, that could be really clever, actually. Um, but we'll see. You know, it, or it, they it, enter uh, like in like full body suits, so you can't yeah, see yeah. who they are. Yeah, uh, something I, like I, that. I don't know. Would, we still don't know have any statements from them, do we? So we don't know what. Not they at think all. They've been very it. quiet. There's been pictures of Sasha out and about partying, not really caring. Really, um, she's just enjoying herself. Naomi though has been very, very quiet. Um, 
yeah, most of the noise really has come from other wrestlers and other people, you know, people sharing pictures of Sasha and Naomi of support or people saying stuff against them, whatever, uh, mostly support in all, in all honesty, but it's just an interesting situation. And um, yeah, I think every week we're probably going to hear a little bit more about it um, until either they leave or they return um, one way or the other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Interesting times. And, and uh, although it's not a very nice situation, I look forward to seeing how it uh, progresses. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Should we head straight on to SmackDown then? Yeah, so moving on from that, we'll talk about SmackDown itself. And a rare thing here, I'm going to start the podcast with a, a top mark. Um, SmackDown hasn't had too many of those. Celebrate. Um, but I have to give the main event and the closing angle of SmackDown uh, two thumbs up, top mark, uh, standard. It was very, very good. I was very cynical, and we all were on the podcast last week, I think, when they announced this match as happening on SmackDown, the, the title unification match. We all said it smells like DQ, doesn't it? It's got yeah. Roman coming in and attacking Arcade Bro all over it, and it ending in a DQ and then maybe going to Hell in a Cell and us having the, the next match there. But no, that didn't happen. We actually got a proper match with a not a clean finish, but a finish. A finish, a good finish as well. I thought protected RK Bro in defeat, made the Usos look good. Then you've got the vision of the, of the six belts, which is a crazy powerful image. Like you don't get that very often. It's I know so we had cool. Omega with all his belts and the young belts at times in AEW. You get that kind of thing. But I love that when you get those draped in gold bits. Um, yeah. But not only that, it was the beatdown afterwards. They absolutely destroyed Orton and Riddle um, into the steps. There was a guillotine on Riddle. Um, and then uh, um, Orton ended up passing out, didn't he? Oh, Jay did a splash, didn't he? That a massive table. splash. That was yeah. crazy. Off the turnbuckle, through the announce desk. Yeah. That was, it was for SmackDown. This was incredible. Yeah. I, the match itself was pretty good, but it was also yeah, yeah. The, 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 the angle surrounding it and the fact they actually did it. That I loved because I thought they were going to not do it. Although I don't know how you felt, but when I was watching the show, the more I was watching it and the more they were talking about it, and Heyman was making it sound so important, I kind of thought we might actually they might actually do it because they were advertising. They were going in so much on it. I was like, if they end this with a DQ, there is going to be some serious yeah. salt. It's good it they, wasn't a DQ. There was some some interference, wasn't there? Yeah, because they they came out at the start of the show, so the Bloodline also opened the show, didn't they? Yeah. Roman did said a few words when he handed over to Paul Heyman, listed a few people that Roman was better than. And he, yeah. interestingly, he did say The Rock's name um, because I think that that is something that will come down the line. We, I think everyone's expecting that. Um, but yeah, Roman was... If the Usos don't win, they're off the island. Or... Yes, island of relative. And that was one of the moments where I thought, okay, they're going to do a finish here because if Roman, if they don't come home, with, he basically said, if you don't come home with all the titles... The bloodline's over. So why would he DQ it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't make any sense for him to do that. So, and, and then they kept promoting it and promoting it and promoting it throughout the show. And I actually thought maybe we will get a finish and we did. So I'm glad they delivered on that in the end. And the end angle that you said was just so effective. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but you had, you had some fans crying. It was oh, just yeah. absolute carnage. They were I, just I love so an angle gutted. where you get kids crying at the end of it. 
<laughs> you know it's effective, don't you? There was yeah. some real shock. There's just like people, fully grown men with their like mouths wide open. Just, they couldn't believe it. To be honest, it was savage how much of a beat down they put. Yes, but and it just elevates them so much, doesn't it? Just to oh that god, build, yeah. that rebound. It's just going to be incredible when RK Bro sort of come back out. Yeah, and, and it was a good way as well, which we didn't—I didn't realize at the time—but a good way to write Orton off TV for a bit because obviously he wasn't on Raw on Monday. Yeah, and it seems like he's got a bit of a bit of an injury, carrying a bit of an injury, I think back some back problem. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a serious injury where he's going to be out for a certain amount of time, but it it gives him time to recover. Rest, yeah. Um, if they're not having to match any, you know, at the pay per view, Riddle can do some work for a couple of weeks and then, um, you know, he can come back down the line. Um, so I thought it was. I just thought this was fantastic for for a SmackDown match. Brilliant, angle. top mark. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I, I would have been top marking all over that as well if you hadn't have uh, taken that one. But yeah, brilliant sort of end, well, brilliant start and end to the uh, to the show. Yeah, the whole the whole show was sort of built around it, wasn't it? Again, just shows how powerful they are. The bloodline is it's just so yeah, good. yeah, because they do carry the show a little bit too much, but uh, yeah, but we enjoyed um, it. There was some other good stuff on the show, though, I will say. Um, oh, actually, my, Smack, my I've just realised my skid mark may come from SmackDown as well. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, okay. But let's, talk about, let's carry on the positivity for now and talk about, I thought, the match between Sami Zayn and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. They had their second match in a few weeks. That was pretty, pretty good as well, I yeah. thought. And uh, it played into Sami's character. He kept trying to win by um, count out. And then he nearly got counted out himself. And in the end, Nakamura won with a Kinshasa. As Sammy got in on nine, he got in and hit him with it. So um, a pretty good match. And um, yeah, just a, a cool finish. And I've, I love Sammy representing the bloodline. We'll get to that when we get to Raw in a, uh, later. But I, I love the fact he's sort of it? sucking up to them. Um, and, and one thing I did notice in as well was obviously last week, Riddle was on SmackDown and called, we mentioned it last week's podcast, uh, called Sammy Zayn Rusty. And yes. the crowd were actually chanting Rusty at him again. So that really? actually has carried over a little it's bit. Stuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I hope Riddle, WWE doesn't get ideas really. and change his name. But, uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, I thought that was good as well. I, I, I'm not sure whether you'd agree, but I thought Corbin's promo was pretty effective. Yep. He's gone full heel again. Um, even ended up smashing the Andre the Giant trophy. Which well, I that was the bit I liked about it because we've not seen that before, really. Very brave, Andre. wasn't it? I, yeah. don't, I don't know whether they're going to bring that back for next year's Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal or mm-hmm. whether that's the end of that now and they're going to move on. I don't, I don't know. I I have a feeling they'll just bring it back and act like it never happened in well, I think 10 they months or whatever. The trophy. I don't think they have the same trophy because no. I remember... Corbin saying in a promo the other week, which I sort of noted down, that he has that trophy at home in yeah. his cabinet. So I think they just make a new one rather than pass it round. Probably. But, yeah. um, it was really effective, wasn't it? And it, it it's was good, good to actually see him doing some proper stuff again. He seems to work so much better as this sort of character. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I've been more intrigued by this feud the last couple of weeks with the promos and the angle, obviously the, the injury angle last week. Yeah. Um, with the trophy onto the chair and this promo and, and his work here, I think they've done some good work the last couple of weeks with this feud to heat it up again. Because after the first match, it's like, oh, we do not need to see another one. No, now, now it has enough in it to, to continue the feud. So I'm happy with that. That'd be good. And we had a rather strange debut 
of um, one of our oh, favourites, yeah. actually, of LA Knight, who is yes. now called Max Dupree. Yeah, they love the, the free syllable. He's still got the free syllable name, the Max Dupree, but like yeah. LA Knight. But I love it. I love the name LA Knight. I just wish they hadn't done that. And the that, strange but... thing about this is normally they're changing the names because it's either their real name and they want mm-hmm. them to change it. Like Tommaso is Tommaso Champa's real name, so they just shortened it to Champa. And same with Austin Theory. Or it was the name they used on the indies before mm-hmm. or another company. LA Knight was called LA Knight in NXT. They changed it to LA Knight. So he came in, he was Eli Drake in Impact. Then oh, he was, okay. I thought he was, he was LA, LA Knight. For some reason. No, so he was Eli Drake before. Again, the three syllable name that you can say like that. Um, and then WWE changed it to LA Knight. So I was a bit confused why they bothered changing it again, but you know, whatever. However, um, I was happy to see him and he can, the name isn't going to affect anything with him. He is so good. I suppose we've seen with Gunter, really, when we we went in on that name change, but really we've all got used to it now and it hasn't made any odds, has it? It's the same with every name change. You get used to it after a few weeks and it just completely, you just, it just ends up being completely irrelevant. Max Um, Yeah. (laughs) I saw some people sort of saying, oh, he's a model manager thing. That's kind of, but, we kind of knew that was coming from what we'd seen on the dark segments of SmackDown yeah. and heard about. So I, I wasn't surprised by that. And I'm intrigued as to who he's going to ha- What I want to see is who's in his... I'm, I'm pretty sure Mace is going to be one of his people because he's worked a lot with him. Um, so he may get a bit more Mace on SmackDown, which I'm, I'm intrigued to bring him to bring in new people with him. That's what yeah. I want to see. I, I don't want him to necessarily manage... Um, I don't know. I don't know who you could use on the SmackDown roster, but ricochet or or someone that we already get a lot of i think him introducing people we haven't seen much on smackdown or even call-ups from nxt and using them as in this role it could be interesting and eleanor is such a good talker that he can make this work i'd love to see him still wrestle every now and then but um i'm i'm willing to give this the benefit of the doubt and see where it goes i'm still excited to see him on the main roster and i hope he gets used um frequently in ring and on promos um because he, yeah. he is great and to be honest he's got the look i don't know why they wouldn't like him yeah and he's an amazing talker but you know we've seen it before where you think they have all the tools that oh, vince would love for a start um, he's one that even people like keith lee like you'd think vince is gonna love a big guy like that that can move yeah. and he just didn't like he, he did for a while and then something changed um so that's the problem you know um, so also on SmackDown, we got Raquel versus Shotzi. Um, this was quite a short little match. Um, yeah. w- one thing I did, didn't expect to see was like, a, she did like a cork, corkscrew splash off the top rope, Raquel. Mm. I've not seen her doing stuff like that before. No, that was pretty cool to be fair. Um, yeah. So that was, that was cool. And we, you know, we said last week, hopefully they follow up and keep her winning matches on TV. So they build her up. And we are getting that with her, at least. So hopefully they continue to do that. I'm loving, the, people. I'm loving the Raquel stuff. I'm just, again, a little bit disappointed that they haven't used Shotzi properly. Yeah. I don't get it because she, she's so unique and she's good that you could really make a star out of her. Um, I think people would absolutely love to be, to be a fan of Shotzi. Um, I don't understand why they took the tank thing away as well because that, that could have been a merch. I think that could have been a merch seller. You could sell yeah. little action figures with the tank. I'd buy a little tank. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a weird one. Um, but yeah, they seem to have made it. I know you said you know she's quite unique, but they've made her more normalised. 
haven't they? They're, she just feels like she's there now, and that's yeah. that's kind of annoying because she is a, she is unique. She's got a very unique look, yeah, a unique sort of personality, and even the way she wrestles is quite different. So, yeah, yeah I agree with you. They need to showcase her a little bit more. Um, but at least Raquel's getting some, yes, some form of a push. And, and Raquel so should be in a top position, definitely. Yeah, um, without doubt. Right, should we get Skiddy? Go on then. So I've given I've, this is this feud is so up and down, man. I've given it my skid mark a couple of times. Then I come around to him and was like, I love it because they had a couple of good matches. But we're back to square one with Woods and Butch. Um, just <laughs> why are they continuing this for so long? And I just don't think they've got enough people. To- so Woods has faced. Uh, Butch three times now in singles yep. matches and all three times he's won by roll-up. Now I know yeah, they're turning true. this into a finisher, Terrible. aren't they? They're using it, they're calling it the backwoods and Xavier Woods has almost got a, it's kind of funny because it's like he's taken the roll-up and used it as a finisher because it wins loads of matches. Um, I kind of like the idea of it in a way, but the fact he keeps winning against Butch with it I don't like. Um no. So I thought we were getting there when we had the match with Kofi. We had the good tables match. Um, one interesting thing to come out of it is afterwards, Woods did do a promo and said, you know, it's always the numbers game of these guys because they, they beat Woods up afterwards. Kofi wasn't there. He was away for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Um, so he got a 3-1 beat down afterwards. And he said, next week, we're going to have a tag team partner that they're not going to like to partner up and take him on in a six-man tag team match. So yeah. that left a bit of an intrigue for me. But the rest of it, I didn't like this week at all. Um, and it was, again, it was back to square one. And it, the wrestling was fine. It was decent enough, but it was just the way they, they finished it again with the same the same thing. And you know how just, I feel about roll-ups. I yeah. don't like them anyway. But And when it's the same person a, involved. Oh, it's just boring, isn't it? it? I've kind of become a bit, a bit numb to this feud now that I, I hadn't even made any notes on it. That's how sort of... Yeah switched off I've become so yeah I, I can't disagree with your you skid marking it at all um but what do we think about this person surely it can't be Big E this early. it's not Big E no he's definitely not. he's still got broken he's it's definitely not him so there are, I've seen a couple of suggestions online I think I think the person is going to be the obvious person which is Drew McIntyre he yeah. said he's going to be back at Smackdown this week he's been on this UK tour promoting Clash of the Castle um he has history with Seamus and Butch and um, Butch Holland. Well, more Seamus than any of the others, but yeah, I can see it just being Drew as a way to bring him back in. Yeah, um, definitely. Good but idea. I, I'm hoping that it's someone else. I, I I want Drew to be on the show and I want him to be back yeah, on the yeah. TV, but I would rather see a, like someone surprising. Um, you know, I saw a couple of people saying maybe they could bring Cesaro back. What about um, Seamus? What about Dodjakovic? Yeah, I mean, he would be great. Be um, awesome. I saw somebody suggest maybe Tyler Breeze because he's friends with Xavier Woods and he's back working for... He's not working for WWE, but he's work. I, I showed you a thing earlier, actually. Yeah, They're working on up, on um, up, Up, Down, Down, which is owned by WWE. So Breeze is back working, in a sense, with WWE, just not as a wrestler. But I don't think it's going to be any of them. I think it'll be uh, Drew. I Drew. just think it. I, I just think it makes sense for it to be Drew. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I it look can't be Biggie. Anyway. <laughs> it can't be Biggie. So, um, no. I, I'd love him to come back this this quickly, but that is that would take some su- superhuman effort for him to uh, to manage that. Was there anything else from SmackDown before we move on? Nothing to... I had. No, 
No, I think no. Oh, there was Gunter and Gulak again, actually. That was okay. Yeah. Um, and Ricochet. In, the one other thing, actually, to note was Ricochet did make the save from Gulak yeah, and beaten down afterwards. So I think we are getting Gunter versus Ricochet, which last week we all said, you know, we all wanted to happen. So that's yeah. good. It's good. That'd be a good match, actually. I hope they do that at a pay per view. There's no, at a moment, so there's four matches confirmed for Hell in a Cell and they're all raw side. Mm-hmm. There's no SmackDown matches whatsoever. Oh, wow. Well, but there's got to be something for SmackDown. And the, mid, and the Intercontinental title just hasn't been on pay-per-view. So do Gunter versus Ricochet. Why not? I, that's what I would do anyway. Yeah, I agree. No, I think that'd be brilliant. So let's move on to Raw. War is War. Do you want to start with something from Raw? Yeah, so but this is where we, we mentioned earlier we had the Riddle promo, didn't we? Uh, which was yeah. really good, actually. Really enjoyable mentioning that, that Randy's um injured it was quite interested that he said that he's not sure if rk bro is going to return i really can't see it not returning to be honest i don't think they can just end it like that too big (laughs) too big for them i mean i I think this would have ended a long time ago i I, kick off as much what i think they'll do is they'll they'll end it as they'll end up at as a tag, they'll end as a tag team in terms. Of, I don't think they'll go for the tag team titles anymore. I think we're done no. with that. But the room, the strong rumor has been that we're going to get Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. So I think we may get Riddle v Reigns first. Yeah, with Randy supporting Riddle still as RK Bro. Mm-hmm. Maybe at Money in the Bank. Surely they got to do a title match at Money in the Bank because we haven't had one at Payback. Not Payback. Backlash. Sorry. Yeah. Or Hell in a Cell, have they? Roman hasn't defended the title. So I think he maybe he'll defend the title against Riddle because Riddle is going to be pissed that he injured Orton. And then Orton will come back and face Reigns at SummerSlam. That's what I think we're going to get. And But they'll still be aligned. But I just don't think they'll be going for the tag titles anymore. That sounds good. Which is fine. I, I'm fine when I'm not going for the tag titles because there's other teams that we need to face the Usos now. Yeah, definitely. We've seen it for a long time, haven't we? I, I just, I can't get out of my head that one day these two are going to split and they're going to face each other. Yeah, but, I, I think they should wait till like WrestleMania next year. Yeah, that breakup I think needs to come at Royal Rumble. Yeah, something like and that. And, and one of them big... could even be champion or um, or something. They don't need it. It might not need a belt, but it should be a big deal when it happens. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that's, a, that's a definite written WrestleMania feud, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Huge, yeah, yeah absolutely huge. Um, so that led to a six-man tag team match, which was a bit of a random one. Yeah, this was strange, wasn't it? Yeah, um, Riddle with Street Profits versus the Usos and Sami Zayn. The Usos and Sami Zayn work, so doesn't it? Because he's like their little, their little mate, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's bloodline. like the guy yeah. they bring in to cause trouble and basically get beaten up for them. Yeah, <laughs> um, and just spy on people, um, which I love. I love that role for Sami Zayn. Um, but you, yeah, Riddle and Street Profits was a bit odd because Street Profits and RK Bro felt like they were against each other for a while. Yeah, um, they sort but, of turned from maybe going heel just to straight face again. Yeah, I, I don't really get where they they were going with that direction in the end. Um, but we got a really good six man tag um, here, um, and in the end, the Usos left Sami Zayn, didn't they, in the ring on his own to take the pin from Riddle. Um, it was Riddle, wasn't it? 
yeah, he hit an RKO to win. Yeah. So I do think they're going to build Riddle one out as a singles wrestler. He's had a pin over Sami Zayn, and I think that's what we're going to get. Maybe him, him versus Reigns at Money in the Bank, like I say, and and they'll he'll get a few singles wins now before and maybe comes back at Money in the Bank or just before Money in the Bank because I think that's the next pay per view. I'm pretty sure it is after Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. Hell in a Cell, yeah. Which is next. Sunday, next, is it? We, next Sunday, yeah. So we've got week, we've got double or nothing this week. Yeah. Hell in a cell. And I in, think in your out in your house. Is it in same, your house the same weekend? Or is I it? think so. Yeah. So, so yeah, three, listen three out for lots of predictions. Three pay-per-views in like eight days, I think it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> predictions coming your way. Yeah. Um, so there there will be predictions coming up. We'll mention that later, but um in more detail. Um was the next thing to mention from more. Lashley challenging MVP to a match to decide the stipulation. This bit did make me laugh. Yes. Um, just the way MVP was like, you've already faced Omos. Why Why do you want to do it again? And he's like, no, you. Uh, <laughs> which should... It was funny, actually, because last week, I remember saying on the podcast, was there a thing for a Lashley challenge next week? Did I see something or did I make it up? He yeah. goes like, "No, nah, I think you did make it." We up. thought you'd made it up. Didn't I was we? bloody, I was bloody right after all. Um, <laughs> just want to point that out. I did see it. I wasn't seeing things. So yeah, that was then this week, and obviously Lashley then like made the challenge for MVP. MVP accepted, and then we got the match later on, didn't we? Um, yeah, it was which, an okay match. It was never going to be great because MVP is he, he had to win, really, didn't he, to follow this on. Yeah, it, there was no reason for it otherwise. Um, and yeah, obviously he beats him by count out. Yeah. Lucky win for MVP. Almost getting involved a lot, obviously. Yeah. Um, Wait, but he won that, because he just started attacking Omos, didn't he? So, and it means that suddenly MVP, forgot that there was a count going on. <laughs> what's confusing about this picking a stipulation thing is the pay per view is Hell in a Cell, yeah? So yeah. if it's a stipulation other than the Hell in a Cell match, I'll be confused. What else can they do? It makes sense to put it in a cell just because they broke a cage. So, But then if MVP's picking it, he's not going to want a stipulation where he can't get involved. Maybe Hell in a Cell where MVP is special guest referee. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a bit too similar to what they just did on Dynamite with MJF. Yeah, I know. It could be seen as copying that. But then also you could argue MJF, they were copying the Miz angle from two weeks ago so Mm -hmm. you know whatever i don't think wwe or AEW really care about copying each other at this point but no um you could be right that could be what they do um because otherwise i don't know what mvp is going to pick really no it'd be interesting to see won't it yeah it will um so what was next on judgment day promo Uh, which i thought was absolutely savage Judgment Day are just incredible, aren't they? Yes, although I will say I wasn't as keen on this promo as I have been on the previous couple. There were bits to it I, I really liked. The only thing I don't like is the sort of standard you people in the crowd, you all sheep. L- lazy kind of asses thing. sat in the cubicles eating Cheetos. That was a funny line. Keeney. That's <laughs> what Keeney's doing tonight. <laughs> sat in his cubicle eating Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Um I wish I had some Cheetos. But same here. 
and a cubicle. No, just a, just a cheetos. Um, <laughs> no, just not a toilet cubicle. No, if I was recording it from there, it'd be a bit weird. Molly and cheetos. I understand what you mean. Though, yeah. there it is quite that. cheap, isn't it? It's a cheap. It feels character. a bit generic. Those He's got bits. some serious booze though. And and weirdly, it's actually the edge bits that are doing mm. that. The rest, I think, priest's bit was good. Yeah. Um, Rhea's bit as well. She was very focused on live. What I did the bit about uh, Edge did I did like was when he listed potential names for the group who he'd like yeah. to add, and then he really went to AJ at the end. But he meant he mentioned a few people. He mentioned Alexa Bliss, Tommaso Ciampa, Corey Graves, which was interesting um, because he has been cleared to wrestle. So that would be something if he got up during a match off the commentary desk and started attacking people because he was joining. That that would be cool. Um, Finn Balor, obviously, because they're feuding with him. Uh, Drew McIntyre was really random at one out of left field, and he even pointed that out himself. Edge, he was like, "You weren't expecting that one, were you?" Um, and then he mentioned obviously AJ at the end, and, and sort of had a direct message to him that it's going to be a lot easier for AJ to to join the group rather than keep getting beaten up by them every week. So that was good, and then we got a cool mixed tag match. This was, was great. I, I love yeah. it when they do something different like this out mm. of nowhere. In fact, I, I really enjoyed this match. Um, had some brilliant tandem offense, like AJ throwing Liv into the air, into Rhea. Yeah. Um, I thought Liv was looking awesome in the ring. Um, I always praise Rhea. Um, she's she's fantastic in the ring. And obviously we know AJ. And I think um, Priest Liv... and Rhea as well, are they're really good friends in real life. So... Oh, okay. But I know that I knew they were a little, they was really used to post a lot of pictures, then two and riddle. They're all like a little group from then, obviously, from NXT are in there at the same time. They all got on really well, so they have quite good chemistry as well already. Yeah, um, Priest and Edge as well. Their double move that they did after the match, I love oh, that. So, um, good. so that was all really good. Um, and the interesting thing is, what did you make of so after the match as well? Uh, a three on two beatdown, and Finn Balor didn't come out and help. That that was strange. I was expecting him to come out. I, I I was I didn't really read too much into it. I thought, well, maybe he's just having a week off. Yeah, it might um, have just been he wasn't at Raw, but it could also be story related. And next week we might have AJ say, "Look, where the hell were you?" Um, leading I've said to it so many times, I would love Finn to join Judgment Day and be like a demon on demand. I think it would just be mad yeah. to be able to do that. Almost like a pet, so he's like a pet demon. Uh, yeah. I just think that would be quite a cool angle to use because they've they've kind of ruined the demon now by the Roman Reigns rope. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you might as well go crazy with it <laughs> and just yeah bring him out loads because it's it's going to be good for ratings, isn't it? So people mm-hmm. are going to love it, um, and you could do some real interesting stuff with it. Um, just having him sat on like round the ring, like being demony. I just think it's a really cool utilization of that character where you could use it all the time. So, but definitely. What, what about you? What do you think is going to happen with that? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I've been saying since the start of this, really, that Bala will turn on AJ and join them, but I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I don't think we're going to see AJ turn and join them. I just think AJ no. being in a faction where he's not at the front of it wouldn't be great for him. No. But I think Bala it could work for. Um it's interesting he listed a load of people. That makes me think those people aren't going to join Judgment Day mm-hmm. if Edge mentioned them. 
Um, but you never know. Because um, I thought Champa was definitely going to be a shoe. I think he would be a brilliant, brilliant shout. And I think he would be elevated by it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because but he's not he, really he do doing anything. It. Yeah. Well, he wasn't even on the show this week. So, you know, I, I'd rather him be Warrior involved times. in something. Yeah. I'd rather be him be involved in something because otherwise I can see it not going well for, for Champa, to be honest. If he's just left on his own. Um, I feel like it would just be a generic mid-card hill that just loses matches. Which is crazy. Because he's How so good. How can you go from being the top of your game to doing nothing? It's just insane. Yeah, I know. Um, so, <laughs> the next segment. Something I thought I'd never see. Jerry the King Lawler hosting a chat with Veer Mahan. What a strange combination to put together. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Because I know we saw the king the other week, didn't we? Because he was in his hometown. Yeah, um, and I've been back a few times, sort of a one-off. But no, well, um, he signed a new contract a couple of months back with WWE a Legends contract. So maybe they're just trying to get some use out of him. They're paying him, you know. Yeah, they, they pay a lot of these yeah. legends, and they just keep them at home. Like there's so many people on Legends contracts they don't use, so they obviously thought, you know what, we might as well get him in. To be honest, he's not someone I really care about seeing. No, um, at all. But it did work in the sense of it, it. He was basically used for someone to put over that Veer is really scary. Yeah. Um, because Veer, obviously, he said a few words for once. Yeah. But he got angry with him, didn't he? Um, and then the Mysterios come out and saved him, basically. 619. Um, yeah, so we're going to carry on with that, aren't we? Uh, yeah, take, pick up where we left off. And I thought Jerry Lawler turned into Mad Cat Moss at one point because he was telling some terrible jokes as well. He, he always um, has done, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, but at Veer as well. I was like, you're a brave man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we actually heard Veer speak. Um, I like Veer. But yeah, this was a bit random. Just wait to see how about, uh, it's needs even to be used a little bit more. He's gonna, They're going to get more from him, I think, when he, now the Mysterios are back. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, looking forward to seeing what happens with that. Yeah, I, oh, I forgot as well. I did write on my notes. It's funny because um, Joe LeKing Lawler messed up a line as well, where he was meant to say um, the Mysterios. You know, yeah. you, you put the Mysterios on the shelf or something. He, he said, said the Dominics. He said the he? Dominics. Yeah, I was like, yeah that was idiot. funny. I did laugh at that too. Um, yeah, I didn't know if, you'd, if anyone else Yeah, I did that, notice the Dominics. You did. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. funny. I hadn't remembered till you said that. But... Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Mysterious come out and eventually got, got the better of Veer for a bit two on one and then Veer kind of backed away. So that was that segment. Um, then we got um, we got Alexa Bliss versus Nikki A.S.H., which was just another win for Bliss. Yeah, I didn't think too much of that, to be honest. No, it was okay. She's just having quick squash matches to get her back into the, onto the show that she's winning. I think yeah, they're going to use her... I can see her being... I don't think she'll necessarily win Money in the Bank because she has already had that. Mm-hmm. But I think she's definitely going to be put in the match and used and... and push, I think she should be. She's a push strong going player. into it. Um, and yeah, this was okay. It was nothing special. Uh, Bliss won with a twisted Bliss. Her, the mo- noticeable thing before was um, she was talking about Sonya Deville and said that um, she should get therapy as it works, which I found quite funny because yeah, see Alexa Bliss had that um, before. So I think we're still... I think we said last week we weren't sure if that feud was going to continue between Bliss and Deville, but I think it will. I think we're going to get more out of that. Um, then we got... A big boy match, wasn't it? Well, yes. Not big boy, but a big match. Yeah, so Cody, Cody and Miz. Miz, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
which was a, not, not too bad, but I guess really it was the angle, wasn't it? I mean, Seth I kind of, I kind of thought they were going to do that this time because they Cody and Miz already had a match previously, mm-hmm. um, and I thought they would just use this to have Seth cause a DQ. Seth also cut a promo on Cody before this, um, but what I loved. The bit I loved, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to agree with this, was Seth stealing the belt off the kid. Yes, that was amazing. That and bit then, was fantastic. And, and, whipping, and him and whipping him with it. Cody as well ended up giving it back to the kid to show how like you know how great he is and how respectful he is. What a that. nice face he is. Yeah. Um, but I love the Rollins bit with him. You know, Cody always gives his belt on the rent yep. to a kid. And, and Rollins <laughs> just takes it off of him. What a savage um, beatdown it was as well. It was, yeah. Um, so, you know, this was... Seth looked angry. Yeah, I, I, the angle in the match was kind of predictable and nothing special, but that bit was cool. I just I just still wish they'd not let Cody win Yeah, I know. that last match, because it just is weird. Because uh, Cody even mentioned win. his promo, didn't he, that oh, Rollins is just worried that I'm going to be 3-0 against him. And I was like, yeah, I would be as well if I was Seth. I think Losing he might. I think Seth might win. We've discussed it many times, but I think Seth might win this just so Cody can do the chasing. Put, putting him three and zero against Seth just doesn't seem. Well, if one, it just pushes Seth right down. I think because he's just lost too many times now, and I think Cody just winning against him. The only way he can go from beating Seth three times in a row is to a title. Yeah, straight away, which I think's too soon. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's a really tough one, but it seems silly to have him beat Seth three times in a row. I just don't, I just don't get it. Um, I agree with you, but I can, I can see it happening. Um, I think you could do something far more interesting if he loses and has a ha, tries to grow himself back to the top. Um, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that because in AW he was brilliant when he was chasing. Mm. I mean, he was a good champion too. I mean, he yeah, he was a, a good champion. He was a very good fighting champion, wasn't he? Yeah. But, um, I mean, you could even have an angle where he loses to Seth, so he says, "Right, I know I'm not there yet for the for the world title, so I'm going to go for the for the United um, States US title or something yeah. like that." Uh, which I think cool. I think he's going to try and, regardless of what happens, I think he's going to be in a Money in the Bank match. Yeah, all the money in the bank to, yeah, um, and to he'll rise try and, himself back up that's, again. That's what I think he's going to do. Angle. Uh, yeah. Because obviously, I, I can't see him not being in that match. Whether he wins it or not, I don't know. But yeah. he is surely going to be in the money in the bank match. Um, so then we got a, a quick match. Ezekiel and Gable, they've had a few now. Uh, Ezekiel got a roll-up win. Nothing special there at all. No. The only thing to note really was um, KO basically said he's had enough of it and he wants to fight him at Hell in a Cell. So it finally getting the match between KO and Ezekiel, at least. And it's on pay-per-view, which is quite cool. I, I think we're going to get this match, and then I think we're not going to see Ezekiel. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Quite possibly. Um, it would be quite funny if he got found out that he is Ezekiel after all this, and Kevin Owens was right, and then he disappears well, he and life, comes back mean. as a light. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's what the route they're going to do, but um, surely they eventually they can't just... Well, I mean, I mean he's good in ring, forever. so it could be quite a good match. To be fair, oh, I think it'll, I think it'll be decent. Um, but I'm just, yeah, I'm intrigued as to where it's going to go after after this match. What they do, We've, KO really needs a bit more than a 
a little mid card comedy feud, I think, at the moment. Mm. I think he 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 proved with the the whole Austin stuff at Mania that he's one of the top guys, and even before yeah. that as well with Seth that he should be a bit like Rollins. You were saying, you know, should be losing three matches in a row. Owen should also be at the top of the card, in my opinion, going into this. I wouldn't mind seeing KO win Money in the Bank. To be honest, he's had, did you know it's been six years since he held a title in WWE of any kind? It's incredible, isn't it? That is absolutely incredible. I mean, he's won some big feuds, but. Oh, he's always in the main event. He's, you know, he gets title matches. He's in big feuds. He, he gets a good spot. And I'm sure, you know, he's under new deals. So he's obviously happy. But yeah, God, six years without a title run of any kind. I mean, he should be getting some sort of title run soon. Um, even if it's the US title as a heel. Again, or though, he's such a good person that he, he almost doesn't need it, does he? Yeah, he Sometimes is. Sometimes people get spoiled by a title. Mm, he doesn't need one, but it's just a long time. Um then so then there was just the main event i think after that yeah. which was um a match of significance so earlier in the night becky made a case that she should have the match with Bia, bianca belair because asuka obviously used the mist the week before yeah. so pierce gave her a rematch and uh she won and so we're getting the triple threat now at the pay-per-view which i think we all kind of said might happen a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm um, I think Keeney definitely predicted it last week. Um, but yeah, this was this was a good match, but the first one was was better, I thought, I think. Yeah, it was a good match. I must say the last bit looked terrible to me. You had um, Oscar hit Bianca, didn't she, by accident? Oh, outside yeah, the yeah. ring, And then Oscar rolled into the ring after barely being hurt at all, but then just like carried on lying face down until Becky came over and rolled her up. <laughs> I think yeah. they mistimed it, but it looks terrible. Uh, I can understand if Oscar had had like a proper beat down outside, but she hadn't. It was like one punch. Um, and she was stood up, rolled into the ring to beat the count out and then just got rolled up. It was a bit, I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't like the end. It ruined no, the match a little The end then wasn't particularly great. I preferred the week before where they used the mist and it was cool. Yeah. Um, and I thought the match was better. And I think it was given more time as well, which helped it. Um, yeah, but it interesting right. thing I saw earlier, Asuka has actually main evented the last four Raws in a row, which is some really? some feat, really, for especially for a woman, because they don't main event Raw all that often. Um, yeah. So for her to have four main events in a row is pretty impressive, I think. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for Raw. Yeah. 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 Not too bad a show. So we're no, I thought NXT, it, was, it was decent NXT. enough. Yeah, NXT then. So where do we go with that? Where do we even begin with NXT? Oh, all over the show, wasn't it? Should we start with the main event? Yeah, why not? So Duke Hudson versus Braun Breaker. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Mm. It ended in weird red dressed guys attacking uh, Breaker. And then he just loses the plot, doesn't he? Um, yes. I, it plays into the story because obviously the, the stipulation at the pay-per-view is Joe Gacy is... If Bron Breaker gets disqualified, Joe wins Gacy wins the title. the title. And he got disqualified here by losing his temper. Yeah. And he's been trying to wind him up. He showed throughout the night, he showed he had a picture on his locker room of his family when he was a kid and doing things to wind him up throughout the night. He is a good character. I won't deny that. He's no, very it's good just, at what it's he just does. wrongly placed on the show, I think. Yeah, I'm just not keen on it. It's just a bit... We've it's gone not from main like event. proper hype, haven't we, to like a really weird... I guess it's showing 
a broad spectrum of what Bron can do, which in a way, it's more main roster focused, I suppose, isn't it? This sort of storyline. Yeah, so. it, it does feel like it. It's something on the main roster, and it, it, for me, it's not. We always hear this with these kind of feuds, but it's, it's for me, it's not the kind of feud you want a title built around. Title should just be best whoever the best person is to win the match. Yes, you can make it savage, but the way they're building this, I just I don't know. It's not really for me in terms no, of. I, I can't title. say I'm enjoying that. I was just trying to justify um, it somewhat. Yeah, um, the match was okay. It was okay between Breaker and Duke Hudson, but like I said, it ended up with Bron accidentally hitting. Duke, smashed him in it? the head with a chair and smashed him in the head with a chair yeah. which i get plays into the story i get that i just the story itself i don't really like anyway so um but it was okay a match i did actually really enjoy was uh the semi-final um tiffany stratton versus fallon henley yes so, so i thought that was a smasher of a match the news obviously coming out of that was nikita lyons was injured um, oh, okay. So she was replaced because Tiffany Stratton wasn't even in the tournament, was she? So it was meant to be Nikita Lyons versus yeah. Fallon Henley, and Nikita's actually injured, so she's pulled out of the tournament. And then, so Fallon was doing a promo, and they were saying she's just got to buy to the final; she can go through to the final. And then Tiffany challenged her um, to a match, and then Tiffany won. So Tiffany, even though she wasn't in the tournament, yeah. is now in the final. To be I'm honest, glad. she's such a good wrestler, isn't she? Well, I'm I'm glad they did something because I didn't just want Fallon no. to get a buy into the final, no. and it would have been not been believable that she was going to win. Because no, because obviously Lions was supposed to win that, wasn't? I it? think Lion, Ly- yeah, Lions was obviously going to win that match. Lions was probably favourite for the tournament, if not Roxanne Perez. So now yeah. you've got Roxanne versus Tiffany. I think that leaves a little bit open. I think t- I still think Ro- uh, Roxanne's going to win, but I think they see a lot in both of these superstars. Yeah, um, I. I- I think either of them could do very well. Um, they're both good in ring. They've got, both got quite good personas. The only thing we're not too keen on is obviously Tiffany Stratton's character, but I think you can. she's starting to tweak that somewhat. Um, yeah. She's not as sort of intolerable as she was at the start. She's adding moves to her moveset, Tiffany, every week that I'm impressed by. She's really good. There was one off the ropes. She just flip off the ropes. I know she does that finisher, which is like a cool... Yeah. sort of corkscrew film. She did one off the ropes earlier in the match as well. And I was like, actually, she's, she's pretty good. And then she does her cartwheels into the corner. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's one of those, I've not been keen on her character, but when I watch her wrestle, she is, she she's is getting great, better. She? And she's actually impressing me. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind her at all. I like Fallon. And yeah, the other match, like you said, was, um, it was, it was uh, Roxanne Perez versus Lash Legend, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. For the, in the which was nothing special, final. special. And, it was a sort of countered roll-up pin. Uh, Lash went to hit a powerbomb. I thought that was quite good. And I'm the roll-up hater. It wasn't I, a normal roll-up, was it? it? It wasn't just hitting a roll-up. It was like a counter. It was like mm. a, almost like a code red counter move. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was quite smooth it. looking. It was, that was okay. It was fine. Um, but I think it just showed off Perez, really. Um, yeah. And... We're going to get a good final out of this. It's it's nice to see some some. Yeah, I'm disappointed for Nikita Lyons because I like her a lot, but mm-hmm. I um, don't think she's going to have a problem because I think everybody's. Um, she's she's got really she? popular. Um, yeah, she even she did an interview recently where she said after her debut, Drake followed her on Instagram or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. So like that, she's getting attention. <laughs> like, uh, definitely. Um, and I think they they're big on her. WWE so. will love that, won't they? Yeah. Um. So that tells you that tells you a lot. 
Um, so that was the women's semi-finals. Yeah, there was also some other women's stuff on the show. We had Alba Fire, didn't we? Yes. Um, uh, I we're all, we're big fans of uh, Kaylee Ray. Yeah, anyway, I don't think this has spoilt her either because sometimes when they change a character, it's a bit weird, isn't it? But actually, I, I, I think she's quite cool. Well, the thing is with KLR is I didn't think she necessarily had an intriguing character before this. No. She was a great wrestler, but she didn't really have any character. She teamed up with EO, didn't she, for a while? Yeah, yeah. But she was just kind of there. She wasn't really... So this actually now has given her a little bit of a lease of life, I think. And yeah, she's awesome in the ring. She's she's without doubt one of the best women they have. Good entrance as well now, isn't it? It's a really good entrance. Yeah, better entrance. She's changed her look up as well, her hair. Um, Yeah, she looks awesome. She she looked really cool. Um, And yeah, a really good match. She wins with a scent on. And I I just think she'd put the NXT title on her soon. The women's title on her. She should probably be the one. I know you they, they might put it on like a younger person, like a Roxanne or someone, but I would put it on KLR first and then have someone else beat her. Um, because I think KLR should have a run and then move up to the main roster. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think she's definitely there. She she could definitely do it. So that was good. And then you've also got um, the situation with uh, Mandy Rose. Um, so Mandy, Mandy Rose had a match with Indy Hartwell here. Um, and then it ended up basically just turning into a brawl. Caden and um, Katana came down. Toxic came down. And... Um, that caused a distraction where Indy Hartwell ended up losing, getting kneed in the face by Mandy. Mandy won, so I don't think Indy's getting a title opportunity. Well, we, should, we know she's not because they set up the next challenger after Wendy Chu come out with a bag of balls. Which um, wouldn't come out of the bag Yes, well, which come. made me laugh. Um, and a hilarious line from Wendy Chu later on when she was talking to Caden and Katana where she said she loved um, putting a sack of balls in Mandy's face or something like that. And I was just like, <laughs> Can you imagine if a guy said that? <laughs> it was a it was a good line um, from from Wendy. I, I'm not going to lie though; I can't say I'm really looking forward to this match. No, I don't think it'll be. When, okay. Wendy choose okay, but I've, I've I like her as a character. But again, does it belong in the title picture? No, I Probably don't think not. It does. No, and I think that's the issue. Um, I would rather. I'd than... rather see Alba Fire. Yeah, I definitely would rather see Alba Fire. Um, but yeah, so there was some. There's a lot of women's stuff as usual on NXT, and I like yeah, the fact huge. they do push that. Um, so we started the show with uh, Malik Blade and Idris Enofe versus uh, the debuting Stacks and Two Dimes. I can't remember. One's called Channing Lorenzo, I think, but that's their nicknames anyway. I called Stacks them D'Angelo men. <laughs> yeah, I just called them that. Tony D's boys. Um, yeah, that's it. I thought for the first match, I thought they looked okay. I didn't think yeah, they, I looked they looked special, right, yeah. but they looked okay. Um, and they won with a, a cool finisher, I thought. They did like a double punch, knockout sort of punch, and then a double strike as well with a kick to win. Um, after Legado distraction, we're still getting that feud continuing between yeah, Tony. Massive and, brawl, wasn't there? Yeah, and it looks like they're meeting at the pay-per-view. I think. Yeah, it's quite cool. Um, whether that's a match or I don't think it's a match. I think it's more of a It's just going to be a backstage fight or something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that was all okay. Not really a lot else to say about that. Yeah. I don't um, think there's too much more for NXT apart from Sanger absolutely destroying Wesley. Yeah, Wesley. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I'll give Sanger credit because I thought we'd never see him again. I thought he looked quite cool here. 
Yeah, yeah choke, I, I do like him. His choke slam was awesome. Yeah. And Wesley helps by selling it like crazy because he's a smaller guy. But actually, Sanga, he offers, the thing is, NXT doesn't have a lot of big guys. It's got a lot of good tag team guys. It's got, some, I mean, Bron's quite big. You know, they've got some big guys, but a lot of them are, are average. They're not, uh, he, he's so big though. That he, 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 he offers something different to the roster. He reminds me of Strowman in a way. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm not saying that in a bad, as a bad thing. I was, I was quite a fan of Strowman. Um, yeah. No, I know he was, he was good for a while. He's yeah. just, he got stale, but that wasn't necessarily his fault. Um, and uh, interestingly afterwards, so Zion Quinn came in um, and then Sanger protected Wesley. So I think we might get that going forward with Wesley sort of having Sanger. I know Grayson Waller was with Sanger before. So <laughs> I, realized, I called him, him Wesley, Wesley, bro. Like, Wesley Blake. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought you did, but I just let, I just, <laughs> I, I thought I will just uh, move on from that because it's, yeah, Wesley definitely Blake. Wesley Blake. It's my notes fault. I don't know why I brought it Never down. Forgotten Sons, clearly. Yeah, I, 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 I was a big Forgotten Sons fan, as you know, so. I know, yeah, back in the day. In NXT um, especially. Anyway, that, that digressed quickly, didn't it? Yeah, there was a couple of other things just to um, quickly mention. So there was, um. There was uh, Von Wagner versus Ikemen Jiro. Wagner with a dominant win. Um, and Sophia Cromwell actually spoke here a little bit um, and kind of held Wagner back as well. Did, uh, Mr. Stone was worried about Wagner having too many enemies. And then one other thing. Did you see the little... Oh, so there was, uh, two other things, actually. Firstly, Hayes and Trick, Williams in the Barbers, Cameron Grimes come in. I thought that was an okay segment. Little digs at each other. And then Cameron Grimes is going to face Nathan Fraser next week. That'll be a banger. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, and then did you see the video package for Giovanna, Giovanni Vinci? Yes, I did. Now, debut or I, rebrand? I thought it was a debut. Um, and I was like, we don't need another new... Like, they keep just bringing in new people, not doing much with them. And another, like cheesy Italian gimmick as well. I was like, what's going on with this? Mm. But I heard, I, I read an article, I don't know if it's legit, but this might be Fabian Eichner. We oh, that'd be awesome. And he's amazing. Yeah, um, he's so And we were, we were gutted when he wasn't called up yeah, with yeah. Um, Gunter because he's fantastic. Um, so if he gets a solo run, I'm all for that because he's great. He's However, incredibly ring, isn't he? they did show him and I thought he had a bit, I thought this guy showed a bit of a beard. I couldn't see him. I didn't see him, but yeah. I missed it. Um, I thought it was only for a split second. So unless he's grown a beard, which he might to be have. Honest, they, they, it wouldn't surprise me if he has. I haven't seen it, but if he has like the stylish, just down the middle beard, because it was all about high-end fashion, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, he might, he might have got one. Um, but it was, yeah, it's a very, um, it's a weird gimmick for him. I, but, you know, it might be. It might be good. I, I just hope it, it he it is him and he doesn't get uh, get released or something because that was what I was worried about really um, with him because he's so good. And if he's not seen on NXT, then uh, in the ne- next couple of weeks, but this might well be him. Um, yeah, and like we said, Fabian Eichner is Italian, so it would make sense. And again. Fabian Eichner was a name he used. I think it might be even his real name. Mm-hmm. So they're going to use and they're going to change his name, aren't they? Because they changed yeah. Gunter, they changed Ludwig Kaiser to 
from Marcel Bartel. So it would they make sense. They don't like people using the real names now, do they? No, they don't. Because they can um, carry that elsewhere, unfortunately. Yeah. So um, AEW time? Yeah, definitely. Um, I probably shouldn't start with this, but the gun club segment. <laughs> These <laughs> guys just crack me up. I don't I, think I even wrote notes down for this. Oh, they just make me laugh. They're just they're enjoying what they're doing. Uh, but I, I like this sort of childish humour. Uh, they look at Billy Gunn and they're like, what should we do, Papa? <laughs> mm. And then, the, then he said scissor party, which I still do not really understand where this has come from. But yeah. Anyway, that was a lovely way to get us into a W Rampage, wasn't it? But it we was. had a, I, don't, I say debut, but I don't think he's going to stick around of Big Damo. Yeah, this is. I'm pretty sure it's a one-off, like the um, big castle Morrissey. Yeah, is he signed somewhere else or? No, he's been working a lot of shows. I follow him on Twitter, um, and he he works a lot of shows. He's been working a lot of shows in the UK and in Europe, um, and and in the states, obviously, because he's married to Nikki Cross. So, obviously, he goes. I think he works all over the place. Um, I think he was he was meant to be doing some work for like Braun Strowman promotion as well. Okay, um, so he's been he's been doing a bit bits and pieces, but I don't think he's assigned to any particular company. No. He's just get going around wrestling where he can. Took me a couple of seconds to figure out who it was because he's cut all his hair off. He's yeah, completely bold. I've he, I've seen him on interviews and stuff recently, ah, so, so you I know who I, he was. Yeah, yeah. and I know I, his, I, didn't he, know. I know his name's Damo as well because I say he's I know big his... Damo. Yeah. But he yeah, was, he had a, a match against. The and he looked really cool. Sean he did some really Spears. cool stuff in it. It was a short match. Yeah, and he got beaten very quickly, which again suggests he's probably not coming back. Yeah, because you, if you get beaten in two minutes by Sean Spears, that's not good. I must say, Sean Spears, and I'll sort of come on to this in in my dynamite segment, has grown on me massively in in this where they're actually using him. He's he is a great worker. He's a great wrestler. He's, he's, he's just. His entrance, I just think, is so sort of mysterious. I, I think it's really good. And it's a shame he hasn't been used. It was almost like when he hit Cody in the head with that chair. <laughs> it ruined it. Although it gave him the chairman, it almost ruined his career a bit. I think that did hold him back. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's really good in the role he, he, role he plays, which is basically MJF's just guy who yeah. goes out there and takes beatings for him. Yeah. Um and talks talks for him sometimes and says stuff. Um yeah, he is he's a very good talent. There's no doubt about that. Um, he won with the C four, which I think is a cool match. And to be fair, he's so powerful. Some of the guys he's hitting the C four on. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him to hit the C four on him. I thought he might win. Lads. Like I thought he might beat him by roll up or cheating or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hitting him with a chair. Well, he did it to bear bear something. Bear boulder. Bear boulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that name. Again. They should. They should have a new. <laughs> they should have a new inductee and call him Bear Bum. <laughs> so... <laughs> anyway, um, so we got the chair. the chairman can beat him and he can sit. There. <laughs> <laughs> so we got House of Black versus Dark Order. Carry on, Fuego del Sol. Uh, the immature humour coming out now, wasn't it? Jesus. Um, <laughs> so this this was a really cool um, six-man tag match. And I thought House of Black looked awesome here. 
Um, and we officially got the setup for House of Black versus Death Triangle at Double yeah. or Nothing, um, which is going to be a banger of a match. But yeah, they look so cool here. Um, thought Buddy Matthews was actually the star of the match here. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, I, I really rate Buddy. He, he's going to be great. Um, I, I want to see him really show off here. Um, I really do. I don't think we've seen enough from him yet. Um, I'm quite mm. excited to see him really go for it. In fact, th- this match is just going to be insane. On paper, it is incredible. Yeah. Um, it wasn't from this week, but watching Brody, um, Brody, Brody King, King. He, he's just so good in ring. And you don't realise how big he is. I think he's six foot eight. It's, he's huge. Um, this, this has every, all the ingredients to be an absolute scorcher. Uh, yeah. Nothing, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, we also had Statlander versus Red Velvet in the uh, Owen tournament, which Statlander won by roll-up, I think, in the end. But what I did note here is she did some Bianca Belair-style power moves, yeah. lifting her above her head and pressing her down. I think she even did the step spot um, that Bianca did to yeah. Sasha. So and Statlander's really impressive. I really enjoyed this match. I, yeah, I, I've said good. it before, I rate Red Velvet as well. Yeah, she is. Um, she is pretty good. I think this was a really good match, actually. Statland has changed her character properly now, hasn't she? Um, yes, yes. I know she's not with the best friends anymore. No, that that needed to happen. Also, she's not doing any alien gimmick at all. No, because um, I, I didn't know like Red that. Velvet was mocking her. Um, but yeah, she's she she looks quite sort of evil and dark, I suppose. Even though she is a face, which I think mm. is quite cool. Um, and her wrestling's come on massively, so I, I look forward to sort of what's coming in the future. Um, yeah, we, so this ended in a beatdown, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, um, which uh, Ruby Ruby Soho made the save, and then Anna Jade Jay. came in, and then Anna, Anna Jade Jay from in. out of nowhere, out of nowhere, and she's just they just did that to set up a ma- 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 that, was, have, that was Jade that had was, to have a challenger. That was so random. Yeah, um, which is a bit. I'm glad because I like Anna Jay, but I'm also a bit sad that she's had no. Mm. And she's no just going to get squashed by Jade, surely, like pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it might a change, a bit of offense. She's a good wrestler. Then um, we also had um, Brian and um, Mox versus Sidal and Dante Martin, which I thought was a really good match as well. This was um, great, and I said showing off the younger guys, but really Dante's the younger guy, Matt Seidel. Isn't really yeah, easy. Um, no, he's but, a veteran. He's a veteran. Yeah, this was an awesome match. Um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, the only other thing of real note that I had, well, it was two actually. We had the Bucks offering the challenge to the Hardys for the. Oh yeah, nothing, of course. Yeah, uh, which we're going to talk about a bit more on Dynamite. Um, and we had a video package for Hookhausen and oh, yeah. Tony Nice, which I. It's a shame Keeney's not on here because I'd have loved to know his opinion because I thought both of these sort of parties, teams were so good. I love the comedy segments. Obviously, Hookhausen's just hilarious anyway. Yeah. It's the way they do things. Like you'd see him like lifting the barbell, uh, dumbbells, and he'd have like, uh, Vanhausen would have, Danhausen would have like tiny little dumbbells. It's just mm. real easy comedy, but really funny and just works so well. And the niece, I thought niece was brilliant with Mark Sterling. Yeah. I never thought I'd enjoy smart Mark Sterling, but the fact that where they're like doing exercises and next minute he's squatting with him on his back. And I know Keeney's always been very quick to say all he is is like a 
fitness guy, but I thought this worked so well. And this real odd tag match that we yeah, got out of nowhere has it's just... Funny. It's just great. It's I, on the I'm buy-in, really isn't it? it? So it's not going to be a serious match that goes long, but it's going to be a bit of fun, this. Yeah. yeah. Nice um, and, to see doing something not well, last week, right? I think it was last week we were talking about Sterling being in the match and is he a wrestler? Because, you know, we were like, is he just... And I said, I'm sure he can wrestle a little bit. So yeah. I looked it up and he's actually... I think he's got like 15 years wrestling experience. So, oh, he, so he's he going to be good then. Yeah, he's... Well, yeah, he's a trained wrestler at least. He's so going to be able to take the hits. Yeah, yeah. He can at least take a bump and he's not going to get... He's not going to be beating up Hook, is he? Do you know what I mean? That'd be hilarious. He's going to be getting thrown around by Hook, probably. So... Yeah, I think he, he's more than capable of doing that, I'm sure. So I think the match will be passable. I don't think Sterling and um, Danhausen will be doing a lot of the wrestling. I think they'll be do- providing comedy bits for Hook and Hook and Nisa a work a, a fine match, I'm sure. Definitely. Yeah, quite, quite looking forward to that. It's, it's a different element to the card, isn't it? But yeah, I just thought that video package was fantastic. Yeah, uh, it was. So it was really I good. kind of want to watch it again. So. <laughs> Yeah, I might, I might do that, actually. Because I feel like I've missed, may have missed little details in it as well. It's just, it's funny. I, I highly recommend it. If anyone's listening, check out the, the Hookhausen niece, uh, Mark Sterling promo from Rampage. It's just great. Um, so should we move on to Dynamite? Yeah, which was their big one, big Dynamite, because it was their third birthday. I can't believe how fast that's come around. Yeah, it has come around very quickly. That, that, and the roster and the show look so different from what I did three years ago. Yeah, like time. it's grown massively in terms of the, the level of wrestling. The book. I bet the um, bank yeah. account doesn't look as good. The, the viewership hasn't particularly gone up, which I think they'll be a little bit disappointed by. But in terms of the star power of the show mm. and, and the guys you get on there every week now, it does feel like a big show every every week. Yeah. Um, so it started off. I think big, I might go it? straight into a top mark, actually. Go for it. So, yeah, uh, straight away. MJF coming out in that referee gear. I just thought he looked hilarious, like proper tight shorts. Yeah. Uh, like a designer style referee. He's absolute gold. Uh, oh, MJF. Yeah. He's just incredible, isn't he? Um, but excuse me, we had quite a big, um, quite a big owner because it was a cage match. Uh, Wardlow versus Spears, uh, which is a big deal. And it's interesting to see how they were going to do this. But straight away, you've got the sort of foul play coming coming along because Wardlow's coming with his his, his hand handcuffs on, and MJF playing up, haven't got the keys, which Wardlow um, did to him, of course, with against ring, CM Punk wasn't it? with the yeah. ring, which I thought was a fantastic really callback. Yeah, it's mad how long this has been going on. This mm. this sort of it's it's got to be about a year, hasn't it? We've been yeah. Guessing Surely. is he is Wardlow going to leave him and, and was finally coming to this sort of finale. Um, but little things like I actually was quite surprised when Spears was like stomping on Wardlow, um, mm. and he and he sort of broke them up, but then like went to beat down Wardlow himself, which I thought was just it was clever because I actually thought he was being a bit of a proper referee for, for a second, but it, it didn't last long in it. But then basically Wardlow breaks out of those handcuffs, doesn't he? Yeah. And then just starts to kick the hell out of Spears, which was, which was pretty cool. Um, And the end was obviously Sean Spears has, has his chair as the chairman goes to hit Wardlow misses and, and hits MJF. Over the it head had everything. He sold it. Brilliant. It? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, MJF hit the deck. And obviously that he? meant a new referee got in the ring and counted for the Powerbomb Symphony for, for Wardlow. That's it. And then all um, the security guards got destroyed. Yeah, as, which always happens. Um, I, I like that. I'm not getting bored of it at all. This match had everything, really, for me. It had drama, had some wrestling, which was pretty good, but it was more the sort of different angles and the build-up to it, which I thought was cool. Um, I thought the image at the end was really awesome as well with... Um, Wardlow stood on top of that cage. Yeah, just yeah, cool. yeah. He climbed up, didn't he? Because MJF got away, but yeah, yeah, he was stood on that ramp, sort of like carrying. Um, yeah, it was really good. I loved the little bits in it, like MJF as well. When Wardlow hit a move on Spears, and MJF like went down really quickly to count, and then just laughed and didn't count. He was just laughing. He's like, "I'm not counting." Um, and the low blow, of course, as well. He had low oh, blow yeah. at one point. Yeah, when he went um, for his first power bomb. Yeah. So there was those there had a bit of everything, like you say. It was um, it was very it was very sports entertaining. I would say it was sports match. entertaining. It wasn't yeah. a um, yeah, it wasn't a five star classic, but it was. I mean, I wonder whether we will get a proper match. When I think MJF and Wardlow will be, yeah, I think that it will be. Could be I, I do think we're going to get like the the Spears factor interfering, a bit of shenanigans, but I think we're going to get a good proper match. And when MJF wrestles. When he messes on pay per view as well, all of his like big matches have been really good. I remember the Jungle Boy one was insane, um, mm. probably about a year ago now, uh, maybe more. Yeah. But yeah, it was mad. I, I never forget that one. Um, I might have to get Skiddy straight away now. I've oh. been super positive, so yep. it's, it's not it. a huge thing. But the Jericho segment, um, I just didn't. Well, firstly, they like had a. F- a pretend flip knife, which I don't think is a good idea to be putting on TV, especially when we're quite a lot of chill, uh, kids watch wrestling. I just don't think it's a good influence to mm-hmm. try and make something look cool like that. Um, and then I've slated it in NXT and WWE, a fireball, <laughs> Jericho producing fireballs out of his hand. I like the fact he's calling himself a wizard. That's about it. Yeah. I don't like pretend fireballs being fired in people's faces it's just not especially from a a non-character so Jericho is Chris Jericho a a wrestler a sports entertainer I understand it's a sports entertainment thing but he's not it's almost like he's making a joke of it which is a bit cheap I suppose yeah is what I'm the the thing is I don't like the the one to Eddie Kingston like him and Kingston have a huge rivalry yeah. To, to do that, to, to fire a fireball into someone's face. This guy was just a random guy backstage. Yeah. Um, that feels a bit unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I weren't too keen. Yeah. I, if it was like Penta or something, or the Alex Abrahentes doing it, I could sort of understand it because that's their yeah. character. But Jericho's just being Chris Jericho, saying he's a wizard firing a fireball. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing I, I don't absolutely hate it. But out of this week's wrestling, there wasn't too much for me to to pick a skiddy no. over. This they could have left this off TV, and I wouldn't have thought any different at all because they no. came out again a bit later, so it was completely pointless. Yeah, in my they opinion. did, they did actually. Um, so yeah, you're so they can right. they can have that little skid right there. Um, so then we got the Hangman Page CM Punk face to face promo with Tony Schiavone. Yeah, I thought this actually was really good. Yeah, uh, I did this promo. It. Um, Page got really aggressive and pas- very passionate promo, basically yeah. saying he's protecting AEW from CM Punk. Um, I like this now. Here. 
Yeah, I think it's been much better the last couple of weeks. I've been very critical of Page, but actually this showed a different side of him to me. I think this is what he needs, a bit of edge, a bit of aggression, where he was, he was too much the people, like trying to be the people's champion, I think, and that that was a bit. I think it got a bit. Bo- I think it got a bit boring after a while. I think it's one yeah. of those we've mentioned it before. But when you're you're a hot baby face, the chase is always better than the run. Like you, they chase the title and you're really into them. Then they get the title and it's like, okay, what now? And it felt a, to me, Page's run felt a little bit like that. Plus, yeah. he hadn't had any big feuds, not really. Yeah. So he's faced people like Lance Archer, who are good guys, but like yeah, just mid card level matches. Whereas now this feels slowly we're getting there now. To, to CM Punk, I know, yeah. and it wouldn't surprise me if, now if he drops the title either. So I, I, I'm not, I don't know what to put it yet. I keep going back and forth on what's a, what's going to happen. Um, I don't know if it's a good idea to put the title on Punk. If Punk feels turns very, heel, then maybe. feels very sellouty. <laughs> it, it does. It, it feels very anti-Punk to do that. It it really does. Mm. Um, it's, I'm, I'm very torn. To be honest, I don't you. know what you'd do with it then, but let's see in our prediction. I think video, if you turn heel, it would be great because heel punk is like I'd, I'd probably quite like level. that. Yeah, I'd probably quite like that. If he's um, like smiley, happy man of the people punk, I think it would probably fall a bit flat after a little bit of him having the title. Maybe his matches would be things with Hamman sure. Pages. His matches have been really good. I will say that. Like, yeah, even though his feuds have been his matches, well, CM Punk's matches probably wouldn't be the same level as Hamman Pages. So. It's it's how you weigh it up. Although, but if we're getting a heel, if we're getting a heel page, that gives a new element to his title run. Yeah, which could be quite cool. If one of them turns, it, I, it, it'll be great. Probably and also, turns. you've always got that Omega card eventually with him coming back. So, is he going to come 100%. back? Hundred percent. What? Uh, it's, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I enjoyed it, and I'm actually enjoying Page again now, which is nice because. At one point, he was like my favourite wrestler in AW. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm really pleased that he's sort of coming back, and I hope that match doesn't let let me down. And Punk's a perfect opponent for him, and he, he's got in his head, hasn't he? Uh, Definitely. Which is it's a it's a cool angle because Page was always known as quite a cool a cool guy. Hmm. <coughs> um, after that, we had. Uh... Moxley and Kingston reforming their old sort of tag team against Private Party. Um, you had Regal and Jericho on commentary again here, like you did on Rampage. The match was mainly overshadowed by that a little bit, to be honest. Um, but there was some good stuff in there. You got a lovely moonsault. I think it was from Mark Quinn. Um, but it was quite short and the Blackpool Combat Club. Well, actually, Moxley Kingston. It was all lending um, for the aftermatch angle. Really, one, and then you got another brawl, and it just they're just it was predictable what was going to happen. Another big brawl between the two factions. They do too many of these, I, I would argue. Yeah, but, they do, don't they? Um, but yeah, um, another one to to add to the list. Um, but it's, this was all okay. It, it was all right. Um, FTR versus Rapungi Vice, who I love the name of. Yeah, I mean this match was was pretty good. Um, with but, a DQ finish yeah that was the problem really I mean interference from Ring of Honor two guys I don't really well know. Jeff Cobb Jeff Cobb appeared a while I remember back seeing now, him he was, he was against Mox wasn't it it was probably a good year or so ago um, Jeff Cobb came in and um, had a match I think it was against Mox yeah um, and he's done well and you know they, they go, these are two guys again they're from New Japan so they're building to this super show that's what they're doing um, in July or whenever it is, mm-hmm. 
um, and Great O'Khan, who I've heard of but never seen before, ever. Um, so they just come in and beat everybody up, basically. So I'm assuming we're, what we're probably going to get is a, at that New Japan Super Show, we'll probably get a triple threat tag team match there, FTR, the Pungi Vice, and those two. Which is, this setup was okay, but it was a bit lazy. Yeah, it'd be interested to see how it, how it works, I guess. But, well, I'm sure the match would be brilliant because FTR could have a good match with most people, can't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I wasn't particularly interested or enthralled here, but I'm sure they've got, they're probably going to wait a while to do the match. So I'm sure they've got time to get me more interested. Um, the match I definitely I, I was interested. did like the iron claw through the table, though. I will say that. That was cool. Yeah. So a match I definitely was interested in was this triple threat between uh, Swerve, Ricky Stark and Jungle Boy. Yeah. This was an awesome high-paced match. I really loved this. They all looked really strong, really athletic. This very nearly got my top mark. Um, if it wasn't for the for the cage match having such a good storyline, it, it would have done. And uh, this felt like a real triple threat with like people like flying in last second to get the breakups. Uh, AEW so doesn't do a lot of triple threat matches either. Um, no, it felt special. Didn't it, it did feel really cool. And what I liked about it is they put the both these tag teams have a big guy and a like a smaller guy. So they yeah. put the three smaller guys in the ring together, had a banger of a match, and then they had the three big guys coming at the end for the angle. That was and cool. That, I, I really like. I want to see that. I want to see that triple threat. Three, I think this is going to be a really good match. Um, the three big guys. Oh, the three big guys, yeah. I want we've to see seen, the three big guys. We've seen Keith Lee and Hobbs before, haven't we? We haven't seen Luchasaurus with them. But um, as, yeah, because I think Luchasaurus adds that athletic element, doesn't he? Mm. Um, more so even than Keith Lee, even though he's athletic. Um, I mean, the bit where he sort of jumped over the rope was quite cool, but it was very much stand there to take. Yeah, they said, oh, they've never, they've never seen that before. I was like, I've seen Keith Lee do that before. Like, yeah, a few times. More. So, yeah, it wasn't it was a big some real cool but... spots in this match. Um, like Swerve landing on his feet from like a, a super poison rana, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, that, that was awesome. I, wrote, I did write that down. That was incredible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that cool sort of aftermatch angle, as you said, it's nice to see that they've got the good mix of one big guy, one, one small, yeah. more athletic guy. Yeah, Starks as well hit a spear and a Michinoku driver in a row to get a near fall in this match. That was a good spot. There was there was quite a lot to it, wasn't there? Um, and in the end, it um, Starks uh, faded, didn't he, with a submission? Um, and who won? Was it Swerve? It Swerve won, didn't he? Yeah, Swerve won. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, oh, sorry, no, he didn't fade out. He was going to, and then he broke it up, and then he hit the, the a stomp to win. Um, again, my predictions are going to be. I'm not sure on this one. I really wasn't. Really AEW is always very difficult, which is quite fun. It um, is. It's hard. Although I say so, that, uh, I always struggle with WWE. I, I think it's obvious and it's not. Yeah, because <laughs> so. they can sometimes swerve you when you're least expecting it for like no real reason. Um, AEW, it's just like, I have no idea who's going to win, especially these title matches. Because I, I, I feel like some of these titles could do with a freshening up. Um, yeah. But I don't know which ones they're going to change. All, all out? It's double or nothing, isn't it? Double or nothing. Yeah. Double or nothing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so after that we got um, Thunder Rosa promo. Thunder Rosa promo, which was fine. Um, yeah, it was okay. The only thing I really picked out of this, I've got a real close look of the women's title, and I just think it looks so good now. I love this. The new, new one. The new design is better. Yeah. So good. Definitely. Really good. Um, and then we got Tony Britt Baker, Storm, Tony it? Storm, um, and. 
yeah, I, I was a little bit disappointed with this match purely because I felt it deserved a little bit better uh, in terms of the spot on the, on the card, the time mm-hmm. they gave it. It was in the, the standard women's spot on the card. They always give women like the second last match, they give it about 10 minutes. But this was a semi final. It's basically Tony Storm. It's two of your top women, in my, in my eyes. Yeah, this could have yeah, maybe opened or somewhere else in the, on the card and given a little bit more time, given a little bit more thought. The I match think you itself struggled was to fine. Open. Yeah, not, not instead of the cage match. No, I, I regretted it when I said that. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it should just give a bit more time. Um, and the fact it was kind of won by Britt grabbing the ropes on the roll-up. And now Tony Storm's Yeah, I didn't lost. like the finish. I thought I the match like the was good. Um, I did the match enjoy was fine. the match. It, it was just a bit too short for me. Um, yeah, I agree. The end looked a bit sloppy. with The, the grabbing yeah. the ropes was kind of already on three, so it was almost pointless. I, I would have done this match as the final at the pay-per-view and given it time. Yeah. But now we're getting... I mean, Statlander is fine, um, but it's Brit v. Statlander, isn't it? Which I'm pretty Has sure. it been decided? I thought it was going to be on Rampage. Oh, no, sorry. It's, is it Statlander v... Ruby Soho. Ruby. Okay, yes, yeah, so you're right, it is, because... Um, have Red we Velvet seen Ruby over. Soho versus Brit Baker yet? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, we saw yeah. that for the title, didn't we? When she first that came was in. initially, wasn't it? So I, don't... I, mean, I think we've seen Statlander be Brit as well, though. Yeah, I think, I think, but I'd not this version. Statlander, just I would because rather, I'm more. I would rather it be Statlander as well. Mm. I, I, w- I would have done Tony v Brit, and I think Statlander should win to give her that. Put. I don't need. I don't think Brit needs it. She so. doesn't need it. No. She Even if you have it. some real, maybe this is where you have hater cost Brit the win or something and that causes their feud because yeah. where does Brit go from here so yeah that's very true it's quite very interesting true. but yeah let, uh, I guess from Friday we'll know who, who that's going to be mm-hmm. and um, then main event so yeah the main event was also in the Owen Cup which was Samoa Joe versus um, Kyle O'Reilly good good match that was just look at these two guys it. you knew it was going to be an intense match loads of submissions counters strikes, strikes yeah, it all, and, didn't yeah. It? it was really good and um pleasantly surprised by the outcome i would say yeah so i had a feeling we were going to get the whole jay lethal thing again just in the fear <clears throat> um but no joe just sent him to sleep which we always love to sleep we, we always love some other joe sleep, putting people to sleep and I mean, but I think both of you guys mentioned last week that it was too soon to do Kyle and Adam again because I know it's on a different show, but we had it, what, twice on NXT? Yeah. In a big feud. And they, they're on the thing. We don't need it again. And I think really. they also want to build that story more as well around Cole and O'Reilly and the Bucks. I think, things like that. I mean, I don't... Don't want to talk about predictions too much, but um, I think um, I think I know what I'm going to go for in the Joe Cole match. Um, Give us a Joe, Joe Cole match. Sounds Joe like I'm talking about an old Chelsea winger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but Joe, it feels very. It's weird this because it feels like Joe to Adam <laughs> It Feels very NXT. Do you remember that scene in like a year ago in NXT when Joe come back and he was taking out people who talk talk crap to him backstage and he like put Adam Cole in a choke and took him out. Yeah, yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah, they ha- they've never actually had a match against each other though, weirdly. This so, could be incredible. I think it's going to be great. Um, that will be great. I'm glad Joe's on the pay-per-view. Like, I, I really am. 
And Kyle um, looked really good, to be honest. I mean, yeah, he's, a, he's Joe a, had him in the brain buster, which actually is an awesome finisher, by the way. Mm. Um, and O'Reilly managed to reverse it into an armbar. Yeah, that was cool. Really cool. Yeah, no, I, I'm really looking forward to this. I don't know who to predict, really. Um, Joe already has a belt, which makes me I don't think he wouldn't. All I say is I don't think Joe needs to win this. No. I, I think it makes more sense for a cocky Adam Cole to have this. Um, yeah, I, I really think that. So, so I don't so think he's winning. Team. Like, I, the thing is with Adam Cole is I don't think he's winning the AEW title because he's just lost. He had he that lost it a few times, doesn't so. so I think giving him something like this would help him more. I think Joe, I agree with Joe you, doesn't yeah. need it at all, in my opinion. Um, no. He's already, like you say, he's already got a belt, and you've got the angle there of lethal and that costing him. So, definitely. Um, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I think we're we're done. Really I think that's week. it for WWE and AEW. So we have been Recharge Wrestling, Fisher and Crust, two of the best from uh, the three. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we've got we've mentioned it a few times. We have got some predictions coming up this week, ready for the weekend's AEW pay-per-view. Um, join in on Twitter. You can follow us at Recharge Wrestle. Um, we're going to be releasing videos on YouTube in the build-up to that. Please comment, send us a message with your predictions on there. Um, we have the little competition carrying on Twitter. I won't go too much into that, but check out the Twitter and the rules are on there. But please join in, even if you've never done it before. Just send us your predictions. It's really good fun, and it's always nice to see what other people think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we will potentially be back with a special to discuss the pay-per-view next week. I Keep an eye out for that. We'll definitely um, do something for it. The la- next couple of weeks are going to be mad for content. So please like and subscribe our channel. It really does help and encourage us. Um, yeah, we've got check out all this content. We've also got three pay-per-views. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, three pay-per-views. We've got predictions. We've got weekly podcasts. General manager mode from WWE 2K22, which Keeney's doing, which is absolutely great. Um, tons coming. But yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. And we will see you uh, early next week in a couple of days, actually, for predictions. So thanks very much. See you later. Goodbye. (laughs) ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.